재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 The 2018 FIFA World Cup is underway in Russia. You don't need me to tell you that. But tonight, Korea gets into the action with its first match of the series, taking on Sweden at the Nizhny Novgorod Stadium at 9 p.m. Korea time. Koreans are excited for sure, but this time around, there's a certain, shall we say, realism about expectations as the national team heads into what Koreans call Chugumichu, the group of death. Stephen Goff is a reporter for the Washington Post who's covered every World Cup since 1994. I reached out to him in Moscow to talk about how the matches are going. Stephen Goff of the Washington Post, thanks for joining us on the line. Yeah, my pleasure. So how are things in Russia, in Moscow? Is there World Cup fever? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Moscow is a fun, um, uh, electric place right now. Uh, tens of thousands of visitors from all over the world um, uh, having a having a pretty good time. Um, Russia's been a Russia's been a good host. Uh, we've seen some good matches, and um, you know, people are I think coming into Moscow and then heading out to these uh, other cities to to follow their team or. Um, see the matches for, for which they um, purchase tickets. Sure. Korea is kind of famous for its World Cup fever, but there's a bit of a difference this yeah. year. <laughs> there's almost kind of a gallows kind of mood here in Korea because of the group that yeah. Korea found itself in. Uh, is yep. it really that dark? Is it justified? Should Korea perk up a little bit? Uh, yeah, I think they're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly not hopeless. You know, they haven't played yet. Um, but, you know, you're looking at a group uh, with Germany, the defending champion, and probably the favorite heading into this tournament. You've got uh, Mexico, which always seems to find a way to get to the round of 16. Um, you have Sweden, um, which is back in the mix, a, a strong uh, European side. And, and then you have Korea. So, I mean, if, if uh, you know, on paper... You start the tournament with Germany number one, probably Mexico number two, Sweden three, and you know, based on um, you know, based on their past performances in World Cup, be Korea would be fourth. Saying that, um, you know, things happen in a World Cup. You know, we see upsets. Um, if Korea, you know, can get a draw, at least a draw from the Sweden game, maybe a victory, then they are in position. Um, to advance to the second round, um, I believe for the first time since hosting the tournament in O two. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just amazing how little hype there is here in Korea. But if they were to pull huh. off a miracle with Sweden uh, or advance even further than that, I mean, this place would just catch fire. So uh, there's a latent hope that maybe they can pull off some sort of miracle. Yeah, I mean, these these games, uh, you know, it's it, it's it's one match. It's ninety minutes. Uh, you know, if you're if you're tactic, tactically smart and you don't make many mistakes, um, you know, you, you got a chance no matter who you are. Mm -hmm. Can we talk just a bit? The reason I'm uh, speaking with you now is because this Korea-Sweden game is imminent. It's just a matter of hours yep. away. And uh, what are we looking for there? Are there any anything you can tell me about that particular game? Maybe strengths and weaknesses of the two teams. Well, I mean, uh, you know, Korea has been um, in World Cups for uh, what was it the eighth straight time, perhaps, and mm. um, you know they, they do bring some experience. They they have guys in uh, you know European leagues, which certainly helps in a in a high pressure 
big setting, big stage, like a World Cup. Um, Sweden, I mean, the European teams in general are, you know, when in doubt, you know, you, you pick a European team. And, and so far in this tournament, we're seeing that, um, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, a team like Poland um, or, uh, you know, Serbia against Costa Rica. Um, so the, the strength, the power, the, the level of uh, competition in which, uh, you know, Swedish players and, and European-based players face on a weekly basis um, certainly carries over into international competition. Mm. Iceland is an interesting story at this year's World Cup. It's yeah. their very first one, right? Yes, first time the uh, island has, uh, has qualified, and they seem to have captured the imagination of of almost everyone yeah. um, who, who doesn't have a uh, team in the World Cup. It's, it's a fun story. They're, you know, they're, the size of the country population-wise certainly uh, makes them a natural underdog. And, um, you know, they, they pulled a bit of surprise by uh, drawing with um, Argentina. Yeah, uh, they've got uh, 330,000-ish people. And uh, I read this somewhere yeah. they've got a, a, a soccer coach for every 550 people or so. So... It's amazing. it's interesting <laughs> yeah. how everybody who doesn't have a team to latch onto is kind of drifting towards Iceland. Yeah, I mean there there's another first time team Panama, but Panama just doesn't have that uh, <laughs> that magic spark uh, that Iceland carries. Part of that started at the European Championship two years ago, when you know they qualified for the first time. Uh, you know they beat England, they advanced to the next round, and and they had that um, they had that Viking clap. Uh, the synchronized um, uh, support um, mm-hmm. in the crowd. So, uh, yeah, if you if you want a if you want a fun little underdog to root for in a World Cup, I think uh, this year it's Iceland. Cool little ritualized thing. Now the president of uh, South Korea, Moon Jae-in, is headed over to Russia. He's going to meet with President Putin, and he's also going to greet the Korean team before they go into their second match, I believe, with Mexico. Um, can you give us yeah. any kind of preview of that game? How does that stack up, and how Mexico stands up in terms of the rankings and what their chances might be? Yeah, I mean, that's another game where Korea certainly will not be overwhelmed. Um, they'll go in as an underdog because Mexico has typically done uh, pretty well in, in World Cups. You know, Mexico plays Germany in its first game. And, you know, if, if Mexico can get a point from that game, it's unlikely, but possible. If they do, then, you know, certainly they're in great position going into the Korea game. And they'll, they'll see that as an opportunity for a victory that would probably get them into the next round. Um, you know, Mexico is an evolving program in the sense that they, for a long time, almost all their players were based in the domestic Mexican league, which is a good league, but not a great league. But over the last, you know, five, ten years, they've sent a lot more players to Europe. And so there's there's a lot of quality um, on, uh, on the field for Mexico. Guys who were playing in um, the Netherlands, in Portland, uh, Portugal, um, Spain, and Germany. So... Uh, uh, certainly a difficult matchup for Korea in the second game as well. Mm, sounds like a, a bit better of a go than uh, Sweden or Germany, and uh, perhaps a shot in the arm from the South Korean president will help them along a little bit. Yeah, sure. This it's you know you underestimate what a uh, what the, the backing of a nation or or the representative of a nation can do for the spirits of a team.
Mm-hmm. I had heard some reports of warnings about hooligan activity and some security concerns. Has the security situation been there, uh, been okay there, or what's the situation? Yeah, I mean, it's always it's always very heavy at a World Cup, no matter what the location is. There's always a, um, a you know, a concern for um, violence, whether, whether it's terrorism or hooliganism. Um, you know, the Russian authorities have kept track um, of who their troublemakers are in this country. And they, I, from what I understand, they've sent them away. Mm. They said, you are not going to spoil this uh, this party for us uh, while we're on the world stage. Um, you know, in, in Russia, the authorities can do as they please. Mm. Um, so I, I, I would be surprised if we, if we saw any trouble. And, and when there is any kind of trouble at World Cups, it's rarely, if ever, at the stadium, just because you have to have a security clearance. Uh, you have to have a security clearance to get in close to the stadium. Uh, the tickets are very pricey, so a lot of people just can't even afford them. Mm. Um, any kind of issues you see are often in, in the cities late at night and certainly involve a lot of alcohol. Are there any other sort of goings-on? I mean, there are countless games, and of course the sport itself is, is your focus, but are there any other sort of uh, elements of color around the World Cup that you're looking at, surprises? I mean, there's this thing with the Iranian women, for example. Have you been looking at that at all? Yeah, one of my colleagues um, at the Post did a story and followed um, some of the Iranian women who are bringing attention to the fact that they're not allowed in the stadiums. Um, you know, just a very old-fashioned, outdated uh, rule or law in some mm-hmm. places. Um, you know, I, I can't imagine too many people do not support them, mm-hmm. and um, hopefully they'll bring about some some cultural change um, through uh, through the topic of, of football. Yeah. Your, uh, what's grabbing your attention the most, Stephen? Are you uh, just looking at uh, who's going to win this thing, or what kind of stuff are you focusing on in your reporting? Yeah, I mean, a World Cup is about more than soccer. It's about the fans, it's about the culture, it's about the host country, uh, it's about politics sometimes. Um, you know, Vladimir Putin was at the opening game. Um, you know, this is his, this is his tournament, just as uh, the Olympics were... You know, he had his he had his stamp on the Winter Olympics in Sochi mm-hmm. uh, four years ago. Um, so that's part of it. The Russian team, which came in with very low expectations, began with a five nothing victory against a, uh, a terrible Saudi Arabia team. So uh, maybe this is something that you know galvanizes the nation um, if they're you know if they're able to advance and and uh, you know adva- uh, go deep into the uh, into the tournament. Yeah. Another reminder that uh, Russia is uh, is a big world player, especially when it comes to hosting these big sports events. Stephen Goff from the Washington Post on the scene in Russia with the World Cup all the way through to the end. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for talking to us. Enjoy the games. Yeah, anytime.